Hey Panthers, welcome to the official leadership podcast. This is Behind the Mask. Hey, this is Sophia, the director. And I'm Margo, the chief editor. And I'm Kai Chen, the business editor. And I'm Irene, the media manager. So today we have a wonderful guest with us here to discuss insights on diverse representation and share her reflection on representation and diversity within schools in the Bay Area. Remember to monitor your emotions while streaming our episodes and to seek professional guidance if you're feeling depressed or anxious. And with those in reminders in mind, we'd like to continue with our episode. So today we have Inez Garcia, a junior at Gunn High School, a TEDx speaker and the Student Executive Council's 2020 to 2021 Diversity Commissioner with us. So hi, Inez. Uh, we're so happy you could join us. Hi there. I'm excited to be here um, and talk a little bit what I do at Gunn and how I do my best to really serve um, all, all aspects of the community um, at Gunn. Okay, so you're the diversity commissioner at Gunn High School, as Margo mentioned. So I'm wondering what about this position appealed to you when you applied and what exactly this job entails? Yeah, absolutely. So I hadn't really heard about the position until I was introduced to it by my Spanish teacher. Um, and something I'm really passionate about is representation. And really up until that point, the only culture event um, Gun had really done was Oktoberfest. And that was something that I knew my friends really enjoyed and that I really enjoyed. But because the gun community is so diverse, I really felt there needed to be um, more events that celebrated that. And I think these events are also a great way to learn about other cultures. So I applied because I knew that, um, I know the, the research aspect of it is something that I really enjoy. And I, I got the position and really my job is to really make sure students feel seen. And I've tried to do that. It's been difficult with COVID-19, but by creating events that are informative um, and also engaging and something we use a lot are infographics and um, at times even online panels. And it's been great getting feedback and how students have been able to learn more and even having students thanking me for being able to celebrate their culture. So that's been really great. Yeah, that sounds really rewarding. So how does this role define you as a student and leader in the gun community? And what are you trying to accomplish there? Yeah, absolutely. I do feel a sense of responsibility, right? In that I want to be able to um, reflect these celebrations as best as possible. Um, during my term, we've celebrated Black History Month, Lunar New Year. We did a celebration of Indigenous Peoples Week, National Hispanic Her Heritage Month. So really making sure these are authentic, accurate, um, and something that um, everyone can enjoy and access. And I definitely do feel that um, as a result, you know, I've gone to speak in front of the student body over Zoom and uh, moderated panels. Um, so I do feel a sense of responsibility, um, but it's also been fun. I know that COVID-19 um, can be pretty isolating. So being able to help members of the gun community connect in that format um, has been great. And also 
I don't know, I think kind of creating that conversation about representation and what that really means for us as a student body um, has been something I've really been thinking about and kind of striving towards during my term. Yeah, that sounds, wow, that act, that sounds very almost thoughtful, but also like it makes sense, right? Celebrating different cultures and their holidays in an accurate way and just thinking of how to represent them. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for me, it's something, you know, I really enjoy. I think the rewarding part of it for me is not just the feedback, but also getting to research it. You know, it's something I really enjoy um, and something I've enjoyed even before um, I became diversity commissioner. I, I love learning um, and I know I make all my own infographics and that aspect of it, you know, um, it's really, it's great. And getting to hear um, the feedback from it. And I do try and um, kind of listen to the um, community. Like part of the reason why we did a celebration of Indigenous Peoples Week. Um, I mean, Indigenous students make up a very small percentage here at Gunn. They're around like 1%. And one girl did send a student executive council a message like, oh, like it'd be great if you guys could do something for National Native American Heritage Month. And we were like, you got it. Like, that's something we can totally do. And, and researching for that, it was great learning about the Ohlone people and their contributions um, and just the history they have here in the Bay Area, which um, I think deserves a, a larger conversation. So that was really great, kind of um, fostering that. You talked more about uh, your feeling of responsibility in the gun community. And so I would like to um, add more to that and ask uh, what, uh, what you feel is your most important role as the diversity commissioner. Yeah, absolutely. I do feel um, kind of acting as a, a voice for the student body, right? Like making sure that, um, you know, I'm staying in tune to what's going on around me because I think, um, you know, I, I can, it's not a position where I can be very tone deaf. Like for instance, um, in celebrations I've done for National Hispanic Heritage Month and Black History Month, I've really tried to pick people that are relevant, are current, and um, kind of celebrate those people who are making contributions in the here and now. Like uh, for Black History Month, for our humanities um, section, we were really ex excited to do a feature on Amanda Gorman, who most recently spoke at President Biden's inauguration and kind of her impact. Um, and then for National Hispanic Heritage Month, um, we had the chance to feature this um, young Latina inventor who had been working to help support farmers and fields and create this device to measure heat sickness. They're kind of young people who are out there making change and uh, figures like Naomi Osaka. Because I do think it is important to recognize the history, but also recognize that you know the history is happening now and really picking figures that um, are local and uh, people know about. We also got a chance to feature um, Mayor London Breed from San Francisco, which I think was exciting for a lot of people um, to see uh, a, a black woman for our, from our own community and getting to celebrate her contributions. Yeah, it's so important to stay relevant in today's society when so many things are looked upon as past events, when so many issues and problems are happening now and there are 
people who are trying to solve and bring awareness to those problems now. And it is just so much more empowering to see someone who is working on bringing recognition. Okay, so you just talk about the most important role as the diversity commissioner. So now I'm, I'd like to like ask you about, do you feel that guns culture impacts the rest of the community? Yeah, that's a great question. I do think that my high school, you know, of course, is very rigorous in terms of academics and uh, we're very STEM focused, which is great. But I do think that, um, you know, due to position, you know, I don't know that maybe we don't always have uh, the time to create those conversations, right, about celebrating culture. But um, we're really focused on, um, you know, tests and grades. But I think um, but that's just the academics culture. I also think that um, kind of bringing up the other aspects of gun culture, because I really think what makes gun gun is the people, right? Not just, um, you know, our achievements and our accomplishments and kind of bringing that aspect out, like the humanness of what makes gun gun, I think is really important. I think part of the reason um, why I love this school so much is all the people I've been able to meet and how all of them are so different. And um, I really do try and uh, celebrate that. And I think a big part of that um, is learning about these individuals. And I do think that um, like celebrating their backgrounds and cultures is something really important and kind of creating the time for that, especially in a year as hectic as this has been something that um, I think has been really important. Um, and I think we're, we're getting there and I think that um, I'm excited to see um, where that goes in the years to come. Yeah, I totally agree. People really make makes gun more like a gun. Now, you did touch upon this a few times in previous questions, but overarching, how has COVID-19 impacted your work? That is a great question. So, of course, I went into my position not really knowing if we were gonna be online. So initially I only really had um, three events planned and those would be in person. And of course that didn't happen since we're all completely virtual this year. Um, and it has limited my format somewhat in that of course we can't have uh, traditional celebrations and kind of have that in-person aspect, but it's been great in that because it doesn't take as much time to coordinate in-person events, we've been able to celebrate so many more events. Like I think so far we've done around seven when maybe um, realistically wise, you would have only been able to do three. So that aspect of it has been really exciting uh, and kind of being really creative, right? I was really proud that we got to bring in Miss um, Conaway, um, PAUSD's assistant, assistant superintendent um, and kind of chief officer of the um, diversity and student equity affairs office with some with two other members of the PUSD school board to talk about student equity in our district and what's being done to really facilitate that and that had like over 900 students then I think in an in-person setting that would have been really difficult to do so being able to have that and facilitate that was great um, we also had the chance to have a virtual art gallery for unity day where students were able to uh, talk about what it meant to them and express a sense of unity uh, through art, through poetry, 
um, which is really exciting. And that also had great attendance. And I don't know that in an in-person setting, we would have been able to put so many people in one place. So Zoom does have its benefits, I think. And it's definitely, I think, challenged not only me, but the entire um, student executive council to really get creative. And I think that's definitely helped us grow in really great ways as a team. Wow, I love the flexibility and I, I love how much participation there seems to be with all the students and the, you know, the student body. Yeah, so you've talked about these different ways of celebrating diversity and learning about our different cultures that Gunn has. So I'm curious what you've noticed about Palo Alto's and the Bay Area's as a whole communities regarding diversity, equality and equity even. And do you feel that you've gained a better understanding of them and guns diversity since taking this position? Yeah, I think something that's really special about the Bay Area and just Silicon Valley in general is just like all the people that it brings, right? Like this is an area that's, uh, it's, I think that's what really makes it special, right? Like you see people from all over the world and not even in terms of, um, uh, diversity in terms of um, ethnic background or race, but really in faith and all aspects of diversity. And I think that's what really makes this region special. Um, I think that um, in terms of equity, I know that PUSD has been really making some strides uh, this year, especially to kind of help facilitate that. Um, something that's going on right now actually is the 21 day equity challenge that um, just ended today where students were able to fill out a prompt on, or participate in an activity to really um, try and be conscious of how equity plays out in our community and discussing implicit biases and kind of taking note of that. And that was actually facilitated by Ms. Conway, Conway as well. Um, and I think that um, that's a conversation that's been going on for a long time and it's exciting to see it play out at the high school level as well. Um, so yeah, and I feel really lucky to be able to partake in that as diversity commissioner um, and kind of um, help bring that to light, even in an online format. I'm gonna add another question into this. Did that, did these different um, events, such as the 21 Day Equity Challenge, come in response to the Black Lives Matter movement? I would think so, yes. I'm not a part of, I didn't um, help facilitate the planning of the 21 Day Equity Challenge, but I do know that it was done in part to celebrate Black History Month. And um, up until this year, I don't believe Gunn's done something to celebrate that. And I was like, what? We need to do something about that. And I do think um, like this year, especially, it was a great year to kind of uh, bring that out and really celebrate that and try and feature, um, you know, black artists, uh, black leaders, such as Cori Bush, uh, black athletes. And um, that panel was in part to kind of um, create a space for students to ask questions about equity in our own district. Um, and I guess reflect on um, what has happened this past year as well. As we were talking about uh, Black History Month, I was wondering, what did you admire the most about uh, Black History Month as we depart from February and uh, look on to March? So 
yeah, what, what did you admire most about the month? And are there any steps that you'd like to see taken in the future? Yeah, I mean, I really did love researching all these different individuals. Um, we did a feature on Alice Ball, who was the first uh, black woman to get a master's in chemistry. And one of the first scientists ever to discover a cure for Hansen's disease using this native Hawaiian plant, which I thought was really cool. And um, we got to learn about Jason Reynolds, who's also a favorite author of mine and how his work has kind of um, created conversations about young black individuals and um, their experiences in America. Um, and I do think that every month should be Black History Month and that black um, individuals and their contributions and should always be celebrated. But, and I know that's a, um, a controversial conversation, right? Like kind of, should we have these holidays that specifically um, focus on these groups of people when really that should be happening all the time? And I think that for the meanwhile, while we still have to kind of bridge that gap, I do think, yes, we do need to create the space to celebrate those individuals, but kind of keeping the mentality that they should be celebrated every month of the year and have their um, contributions acknowledged is something really important. And kind of getting to learn about those individuals was really inspiring and really exciting. And to see the positive feedback I received from the gun community, um, not just in terms of the infographics we put out, but also with the panel. Um, I knew a lot of students were excited about that and really um, benefited from hearing from Ms. Conaway as well. I would like to quickly add another question. So shining a light to these important people of the past and the present, how do you think that inspires the people of Gun High School and the PAUSD community? That's a great question. And I do think it is really important um, to have representation, right? Like highlighting those stories, because I do think that um, it's not just important for people of those communities to hear about them, you know, and feel inspired because I know um, that that's what happens for me, right? And like celebrating National Hispanic Heritage Month was really powerful for me as well. And I know for um, my other fellow Hispanic students to, get to celebrate um, Latinx individuals in STEM and in government, but also I think for everyone, right? Like um, getting to hear about those stories are really important because maybe they're not talked about as much. And something we're also doing in Student Executive Council is um, creating conversation about how can we implement that at the curriculum level? And we're creating a focus group right now on how can we implement more diverse books into our curriculum. and that's something I talked about in my TED talk is that, um, you know, when students can see themselves, you know, they feel empowered and being able to do that at the student executive council level, I think is really important until the point, you know, we can do that as a school and have books where students can see themselves, right? Where if we keep propelling the same narratives, well, that's great. You know, that's not what the world looks like. That's not what gun looks like. Um, and, kind of, you know, having that conversation about like, how can we ensure that what we're teaching reflects everyone here at GUN and kind of push for that? And how can we ensure that the events we put out as a council reflect everyone here at GUN and reach everyone here at GUN? 
I think is something that's really important. And while, of course, it's not the same as it would be in person, I think kind of surrounding students with that, because we published this both on Schoology and on Instagram, has been, um, I think, created a positive impact on the gun community. Yeah, so you talked about creating a space in PAUSD where these diverse narratives can be told and where we're celebrating diverse stories throughout the entire year. So I'm curious what an ideal PAUSD would look like to you and how we can do better either as individuals or as a community as a whole moving forward. That's a great question. And I think I think we I think we are getting there. I think an ideal PAUSD to me would have curriculum that reflects everyone, you know, not even just in English classes and history classes, but in math classes and science classes, like where can we, where else, you know, like I want to be able to hear about um, people of color in STEM and um, their contributions in the classroom. Um, and I do think that getting to that point will be important. And also events, cultural events that celebrate, I know they happen all around the Bay Area and getting to see that at Gun, I think um, would have a really positive impact. And I think that just keeping that in mind, you know, everyone keeping that in mind and also having the, um, like the willingness to, you know, go out and learn, you know, the best way um, to, to kind of, the best way to celebrate these communities sometimes is just to learn about them, right? Like, how can you help them? How can you um, best shine a light on them and kind of uh, uh, help celebrate them? And so that's something I try to achieve with my events. I think a big focus of them is education and learning. And um, I think that's something that um, not just student executive council can do, but everyone can do. Like, how can you learn more about these people and how can and learning about how to best support them, I think is important. Like that aspect of listening, I think um, is something everyone can do. And I think will help turn PAUSD into the ideal PAUSD. I love that. Okay, so uh, as we ask like that much question, so overall, do you have any final words to share? Yes, Um, as the year comes to a close, I'm hoping we can kind of start to shift um, into new directions with how we celebrate these events. What's really exciting is that more and more students will be able to come onto campus. So we will have some of that in-person um, kind of aspect of these events. So kind of getting even more creative, right? Like how can we include people over Zoom and in person? Um, so that's gonna be really exciting. And how can we continue to push for that, right? Like the year isn't over um, and kind of creating more events. And then I guess I would encourage people um, and students and staff to um, take these events as encouragement to learn more about these events, right? That's just the first step, right? Like um, take, I hope that these events pique people's curiosity and encourage them to learn more about these communities and to keep in mind what they can do to support them, right? Like we, I know at Gun we have so many different culture clubs and um, not even just culture clubs, but uh, all sorts of clubs and how, what can you do to help support them and really push for that in our community. Um, and taking into consideration that, um, you know, 
it, it doesn't stop at these events and how can you take it a step forward and kind of really um, like how push for that in our school. Okay, so unless anyone else has anything else to add, um, just wanted to say thank you for coming. This has been such a great opportunity for the podcast to hear from someone outside of JLS talk about their insights regarding diversity. And it's just been, I don't know, it's been so great to hear from you. Absolutely, yes. And I'd like to thank you guys for having me. I'm so honored. Um, I think I listened through your first episode and I really like, I really love what you guys are doing. And um, I'm really excited. And I know that what you're doing is having a great impact on the JLS community. And I hope you take it even beyond that, right? Like, I know that I'll be looking forward to new episodes. Make sure to monitor your emotions while listening to any of our episodes and seek professional guidance if you are feeling depressed or anxious. Feel free to share your own stories and experiences with our Google form located on our website. This form is completely confidential, but if you wish to come air with our team, that is also encouraged. So today we will be featuring the National Diversity Council as our organization. And again, make sure to reach out and seek professional guidance from a trusted adult or friend if you or anyone you know may need help. Thanks for listening. This is Behind the Mask. Thank you.